talking baseball. Klazuski, Campanella talking baseball. The man and Bobby Bella, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. Good evening from the mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. This is Will Thompson and Kevin Kennedy in the studio. Madison Quinn joining us over the phone. And uh, how are we feeling about last week, boys? Pretty good week? Oh, my gosh. Well, I remember us sitting here going, I said if we win four of six, that'd be a big week. And we ended up winning five of six. Yeah. I mean, we looked unbeatable during the KC series. I mean, granted, it's Kansas City, but... But that's yeah. what good teams do. Good teams beat up on yeah. on bad teams, and that's exactly what we did this week. Uh, like I said, or like Kevin said, five and one on the week. Twins yeah. go to uh, forty five and forty three on the season. We're two up two on up Cleveland. Yeah, uh, Cleveland plays four more against the Royals, so we got to keep the pedal to the floor uh, at the end here. Uh, but they were all resounding wins, uh, resounding in, in two ways. First. We were scoring runs, so yeah. that, that's great. But more importantly, I think, the pitching took it from being, you know, we're pretty good. We're like one of the better staffs in the league, and they just absolutely dominated, dominated this week. Six straight complete or uh, quality starts. Yeah. Excellent pitching. I mean, obviously, the, the game was Pablo last night. I mean, that was, if not the best, will be the best. I mean, could be the best pitching performance of the year. I mean... Unless we get, well, we're not going to get a no hitter probably, but but it was just a game, and he we were just firing back and forth on our text thread about how great he was, and he pitched a hundred pitches and pitched all nine innings. It's only the second complete game of the of the year for the Twins. I know Madison's raring to go about the Pablo versus <laughs> yeah. Luis situation, hey but guys. Uh, but to add on to that, Kevin, the the the. Uh, not only one of the best of the season, but in terms of game score, that's the second best start since the Twins have gone to Target Field. Really? Yeah. Only stat wise, it's only stat wise, it's only edged out by Irvin Santana on April fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. Uh, one hit shutout against the White Sox. Eight Ks on one hundred and seven pitches. This kind of feels like almost maybe a better performance with twelve Ks. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, the, the Ks were just. What did he have? He did he have eight in a row or something like that? It's some. I I was seven listening. In seven in a row. What was it, Madison? Seven. It was seven in a row. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, yeah. So when it came here's at the, the thing. Here's time. the thing. I want the listeners to know. All right. <laughs> Kevin may be all happy right now, and he's like, "Oh yay for Pablo!" You should have heard him last night in our text thread. All right. <laughs> he was crying for a rise to be back on our team, and how bad he thinks that you know it was such a bad trade. You know, Pablo single-handedly won won us a game last night with his amazing performance. Luis Arise doesn't do that for you. He hits well, a single. That's awesome. Hitter, he hits like he gets he gets on base. His average is high. That's great. But that's a that's a that's a win. That's he took over the game. And yes, people can say you know it was Kansas City, blah blah blah. But you know, he's one of the he has ace upside, and I just think that you know even if it I don't know if a, if a team just has to. Loser trade. I think both sides have won one. Miami has gotten someone who can really hit the ball around and you know help them try to win games. And you know we we got a, a good pitcher that now we've signed and he'll be with us for for a while. Yeah, I mean I I agree with all that. I mean it, it, the basis of your argument is well the only person that can do that is a great pitcher, um, and we certainly have good pitchers. But even the best pitchers have outings 
where only one pitch is working or none of their pitches are working or they just, you know, they need the backup guys, their, their guys in the field to do all the work. Um, certainly Pablo, I mean, that I absolutely agree with you. That was Pablo's thing. But as I always go back to with pitchers, starting pitchers, they play once every five days. And until he can play every day to help us to win, I just think, you know, the hitters are can Luis Arise pitch though? That's the thing. Can he pitch? Maybe he can pitch. Okay, uh, okay. so here I've got a question for both of you because let's get into the weeds here uh, on which one truly might be, be bringing more value. So okay, inherently, no matter who's doing it, what would each of you say, Kevin first? What is more valuable, uh, a single hit or a single strikeout? What do you think, Kevin? Over the course of the game, just as a, oh, as a singular as a event, which do you a think? single hit. You think a single hit's Absolutely. more valuable? Madison, yeah. Oh, you... my God. <laughs> oh, my. Are you serious? It's, it's a strikeout. That's an out. A hit is not does not, like, move you forward, you know, per se. And what are you talking is, about? Like, it's you know, the potential that... of a run. Okay. Runs to score a game. It is. Game. So oh. let me ask you then. Does three straight hits inherently score you a run? Well, uh, it, with the it, it should. Well, <laughs> it should, but... It it that's not a guarantee that it's going. It's to. It's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. That's all I'm looking. Yeah, I mean, for. you literally could have three guys on, but typically, if the guy's on second base and you get a base hit, you should score at least a run. You probably should, but it's not a guarantee. You, you but, not a guarantee. So on the flip side, though, yeah, no outs. Pitcher goes out there, three straight Ks. They're guaranteed get out of the inning. inning. It's over. No, they're not. No, they're not. Drop third strike. Guy uh, gets the first. Fair oh enough. my god. Fair enough. Oh, by Don't the way, uh, to our listeners, we're going to take donations because we're going to – Madison's out in Minot. We're going to get uh, money for him to get a hot, uh, an apartment out there so we never have to listen to him talk about this trade. Already. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, okay. Hey, you marked my words. Five years, this is going to work out way better for the Twins than it did for the Marlins. All right. Well, a okay. c- couple stats here on Pablo. So this was Pablo's 11th quality start for the Twins. Uh, that's second only to Joe Ryan. Uh, Joe Ryan's got 12. Uh, and so on the season, per Aaron Gleeman, beat reporter uh, for The Athletic, uh, Pablo Lopez is number two in innings pitched in terms of AL starters, uh, fourth in innings per start. He's number two in strikeouts, number six in opponent average, number seventh in opponent on baseball slugging, and number seventh in strikeouts uh, per uh, walk, uh, so strike strike to walkout rate. So, that I mean, I look at those numbers, and I think that's a top – five pitcher in the AL now to your point Kevin you look at a rise he's a top five batter in in the National League 384 average the thing Madison always goes back to is how many home runs he has three I don't care about that 41 RBIs no I'm talking about RBIs he's he's not not even in the top 50 of players with RBIs the the singles hitters not you need him to be a singles hitter to be your RBI guy are you kidding me no he's gonna lead off the game get on base and have your sluggers uh do something with him on base. I mean look how at how many much, runs has he scored then? Uh, f- uh last night I looked up I think it's forty. I have to see. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's I'd, pretty I'd good. have to know what league average is there. I don't know. So then there's another component to the trade though. We also got a, a prospect back, Joey Salas. True. And uh last True. night or yeah last night last night was the fifth. Last night Joey Salas went two for two with a home run, a triple and a sacrifice. Uh, and uh, he's played some pretty good defense, is, is what I heard. At, at Remind me, is he an outfielder? He is a shortstop. Uh, he plays shortstop. shortstop at single A for Cedar Rapids right now. 20 years old. He's actually having a pretty terrible season uh, on a whole, but uh, he's been doing a little better recently. 
Yeah, I until the guy actually has some at bats in the in the major leagues, I just I, I'm just not a minor league guy because you never. It's one of those things you never know what guy is going to make it in the major yeah. leagues. You know, it's it's not. It could like, be that number one overall pick, but also it could be like the sixty sixth overall pick. Right. You yeah. know, you never know. And there's guys that never that are first picks and never make it. To, you know, Billy Bean. If you've ever read Moneyball, will be the first to attest to that. You know, he was a first round guy. He had the five tools, the whole thing, and he was a bust. By the way, little Billy Bean um, trivia, he's got a World Series ring on what team? Do you know? The Twins. Twins, yeah. 87 team. Actually, okay, so he oh, was on really? that team. Did he yeah. get a ring? I thought he didn't I th- actually I get the ring. I thought he did, but uh, he was on that team. Yeah, because he wasn't on the World Series roster. He was just on the regular season Yeah, team. but they gave they gave rings, I think, to the 40-man roster, I think is what they did. It gets weird so, in, in baseball. Yeah. It's it's a lot more standardized than the other sports, I think. Yeah. In baseball, it's a little yeah, weirder. Yeah. But, yeah, he was on that roster. I mean, Roy Smalley was on that roster, and he didn't – you know, he was not a starter on that team either, so. I do also want to point out, like you did, you guys did earlier before – I said last week, and I think it was a very, um, it was a very, you know, I was hoping for the best kind of take where I said the Twins in these next three series against Baltimore, Kansas City, and Baltimore again, if we lose two, I'll be happy. And so we've only lost one, and I think it might be plausible for them to win out at Baltimore. I think, let's just say this, ever since, you know, I don't know if you guys heard about this, that Kyle Farmer is offering some sort of incentive now for, you know, whether that be, you know, a hit, you know, a big hit in a game or something. Um, now that ever since that happened, I think now the Twins have really, you know, we hopefully, as we're talking as a fan right now, hopefully they've hit that rock bottom and now it's, you know, on their way up. But I think, you know, you win, you win these last three, or is it three or two against Baltimore? Anyway, you had in the all-star game, you have a much needed break and, you know, right around the all-star game, you know, after that trade deadline and, you know what? With the way they are playing now, they're they for the first time in a trade deadline in the past few years, the Twins will not probably need to be buyers of pitchers. They'll be able to buy, you know, maybe a badge or something. The staff for the season, uh, also from Aaron Gleeman, uh, and numbers only went up yesterday. Number one in all thirty teams, ERA. Number one in K rate. Number one in on base percentage, slugging percentage, on base plus slugging, innings, quality starts. Madison, you're completely right. We don't need another pitcher. We 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 need hitting. We do need hitting. Uh, there's buy a, big on it. Madison, I don't know if you text us into the text club, but somebody said Arias is to baseball like Cousins is to the Vikings. All stats. I heartily disagree, <laughs> but that does sound like something that Madison. Thank you would for say. that text message. Appreciate it. <laughs> another one in the text club. Uh, offensively, I think he meant objectively. Strikeouts kill you. Uh, it's a wasted at bat. Oh, oh, offensively, strikeouts kill you. It's a waste of that bad. Defensively, they're kind of overrated because a lot of Ks generally take a lot of pitches off your starters. That tr- that's true. But last I night, agree, yeah. twelve strikeouts, a hundred pitches. That's that's pretty efficient. That, that is pretty. Eff- I mean, a hundred yeah. for nine innings too. Yeah. He, he had hundred. I'm gonna agree with that. I, I'm not a. I hate when guys strike out. I'm not a. I agree with the movie Bull Durham. Um, uh, don't try to strike everybody out. It's undemocratic. Um, you've got seven <laughs> guys out there behind you that are, you know, need something to do also. And I, and I agree with that. I was at the, I was at a game when Tommy John pitched for the Yankees back in the eighties at the Dome, and and he got twenty one ground outs on his sinker ball in that game. Wow! And it was just amazing to watch. The the Twins just couldn't <laughs> get it out of the out of the infield, you know. And that's pretty exciting. But it is exciting to watch somebody like Nolan Ryan strike out. 
15 guys and stuff like that. It is, especially if it's your guy. But I don't know. I, I agree with you. And I think offensively it's just a horrible thing. Yeah, I mean, they're not the end-all, be-all, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll side with Madison and say I also don't think that the hits are an end-all, be-all either. <laughs> so You guys are killing me. <laughs> Some, there's got to be somebody out in our listening area that agrees that Arias should still be a twin. We'll be back with no, the, I think it's just you, Kevin. Just you. Yeah, maybe just me. We'll be back <laughs> in a few minutes with our question of the week. I got a good trivia question. We're going to ask callers to text in their answer and put your first name there, too. We're going to turn off the text stream so Will won't know what it is. Um, and I got some. I got a good one this week. I spent a lot of time doing research, so we'll be back in a few. Come and gather around, all you baseball fans, and a tale you'll hear from me about George Brett and his pine tart bat in the year of '83. Oh, the pine tart bat, that's where it. For those of you that were listeners last week, I did a uh, the question of the week was on George Brett. He was the only player to to win the AL batting title in three different decades. Which Will was talking just before we went on the air. Will was like, "I still can't believe he batted three ninety in nineteen eighty." Um, I have a great question for you this week, Madison. You there? You're there. I'm here. Okay. I'm ready for it. So I want to start it off this way. Um, this is not the question, but. Just quickly, and, and Madison, we've talked about this before, but what are some records? If you were to come up with records off the top of your head that you that are very famous that you think will mm-hmm. never be broken, off the top of your head, what do you think that it could be? Um, Baseball records. I'll give a couple. I'll give three, and then Madison, okay. how about you give three? Uh, Cy Young's win okay. record. Okay. Oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even put that one on. Yeah. Barry Bonds' intentional walk record. Yeah, which is, yeah, something insane. And then I guess it's probably Pete Rose's hit records, probably. I would say. Yeah, well, those are all. Those are not three I put down. What, what would you say, Madison? I, I was going to agree with Will. Definitely Barry Bonds' intentional walk record. Um, I mean, Jody's hit streak. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's one, one of the ones I put down. Yep. Who's this, who is going to do that? Um, and then, honestly, I I don't see maybe the home run record. I guess the 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 you know not the um you know with an asterisk home run record oh, the who knows like yeah. i don't know maybe i i think i had i had two down i had the jody's 56 game hit streak and also had ripkin's mm. uh consecutive games played streak 26 32 oh. yep i was looking at that last and the next one after that was uh gary obviously at 21 30 you know what third place is on that it's a couple hundred behind it, no, it's th- yeah, it's, no it's 1307 it's oh, a thou- it's <laughs> half of Ripkins, um, I forgot. I didn't write the name down. That is insane to me. Now, yeah. Jody's uh, Madison. And I did a, a podcast, and you can find the Home Run Porch podcast on the fifty-six game hit streak. Second place, fifty-six. Second place is Willie Keeler in eighteen ninety-six with forty-five, and then famously Pete Rose with forty-four in seventy-eight. That's a that those extra eleven hits is a lot to yeah, make up. That is. Um, we've had a lot of guys in the thirties. Okay, so here's the question of the week. This kind of frames it a little bit. What is okay? Oh, by the way, we want people to text into the text club. Don't call us. Text us in at three five two seven zero at our text club, and we'll turn off your texting text club so you can't see it. And text who you think it is, and also the number for this record, and then put your first name so I can read your name off if you get it right. Um, so, what is the record? So there's a name and a number. Yeah, there's a name and a number. And um, please 
we honor the system and we put you on your honor and don't uh, look it up. Although it's not easy to look up, but you, you can look it up pretty easy. Anyway, <laughs> what, what is the record for consecutive games to get on base? <sighs> now, there's, there's, uh, and who has that record? So number, so it's obviously more than 56. That's the first yep. thing. And that includes a hit, obviously, a walk, or a hit by a pitch. It does not include an error or like a drop third strike and you get on. So it's so it's the hit, walk, or hit by pitch. So earlier in mm-hmm. this season, mm-hmm. Aaron Judge went on a streak. He did. I believe he got up to 37, something He got like higher, that. 45. 45, okay. And so I remember reading about this at the time, um, but I don't. I don't fully remember. Madison, do you have any guesses before I try to reach into my memory? I'm trying to remember. So can you say it one more time? It's just con- con- consecutive on base, whether that Consecutive games in a row that this person got on base in some form or fashion. It doesn't necessarily have to be it. It could be walks. And I think, to modify, I believe that you it's, it's an on-base event. So an error would not be. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. hit right. walk or hit by pitch. Okay, does not include an error. Okay, or like a drop third strike. Okay, when you get out. Can, yeah. Can you yeah. say what? Uh, well, I'm trying to say without trying to give it away. I guess um, I'm trying to think. You like a year or something? Or I don't want to give, give the away? year yet because that would make it pretty obvious. Okay. But but why don't you guys throw out some names? Of, of possibilities, and I'll tell okay. you if they're there, if they're on the top ten list. Because I wrote down the top ten list. Well, so here's the, what I'm thinking. Oh, go Will, ahead. Go ahead. Will, go ahead, Madison. Here's what. Um. Honestly, like, I'm I'm really thinking that it might be. Uh, would it, could it be Ted Williams? You know, just because yeah, he had you know all those hits, but you know, at a time in his career, maybe he strung together like you know. It was Ted Williams. So you got part of the answer oh. correct. Now yep. the question is the number. Oh. I would have guessed. I mean, I'm a huge Ted Williams person, so. That was one of the reasons I looked this this thing up. Um, Barry Bonds would have been one of the people that I would have thought would have been up there just because of the massive walk year that he had, mm-hmm. which would have got him. Barry Bonds on the top 10 list is sixth and eighth with 57 and 56. Three people tied with 56. Okay. So it's higher, obviously, than 56 because that's, that's the high number. Yeah. Well, I, well, and yeah, higher than DiMaggio. I, I think uh, doesn't isn't DiMaggio number two on that list? DiMaggio is number two, and uh, I will give you the number. It's seventy four. Ted Williams is one and three. Okay, interestingly enough. Okay, and Dima- that that one from DiMaggio that included the hit streak was a part of it. It did. The yeah. game he didn't get a hit. He got walked, and then he went on another hit streak right after that. So it's hit for him. It's seventy four. So now it tells you it's above seventy four. Jeez. Well, I would guess something like, I don't think it got into the 80s. I would guess like uh, 78, maybe? Nope. Okay. I think it's higher. I think it's like 86 or something like that. You're very close. I will give you the answer. The answer is 84. Wow. Now think Ooh. about that. That is over half a season. Yeah. Well, back then they played 154 games, so. It's way over half It's way over half a season. And we, you stop thinking, oh 84 games in a row you got on base? Yeah. You know? Now. There's no way that will ever be broken. I don't think I so don't either. Think. Because in the modern no. era, the closest person is Orlando Cabrera in 2006. You remember Orlando Cabrera? I do, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And he had 63. So he was a solid 21 lower than that. So 1, 2, and 3 are Williams and DiMaggio. 84, 74, 73. 
So how far did Judge get uh, earlier this year? Uh, I think he got Judge, into the top Judge 10. Judge is not, nope. He's not no, in the he top didn't. 10. So to fill out the top 10, Jim Tomey, 60 okay. uh, in 2002-2003. It can straddle years too. Barry Bonds. Ryan Klesko in 2002. Do you remember him? That name rings a bell. I almost looked him up, but I... Nothing for me. Anybody know? In the oh, I don't remember. I don't remember Ryan Klesko. I don't even remember what team he played for. A-Rod is number ninth with 53 in 2004. And Sean Green. Remember Sean Green? Yes, I do remember Sean, Sean Green. Green. In 2000. Sean Green has a famous... I, I, I was going to say this, but he's such an obscure player. He is the only player to hit five home runs and five consecutive at-bats. Oh. That's his little claim to fame. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting set. Okay, a little bit about Ted Williams. Um, I was looking up his stats, uh, and, of course, they're they're up there in pretty much all categories. Hits 26-54, not as high as you would think. Home runs 521. Well, part of the reason some of these well, stats are, oh, you're yeah, going to get, get it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 521 for 19 seasons, when you That's think about good. that, it is good. But that averages out to 27.4 a year, which is not a massive number. That's no. just – that's um, Hank Aaron level. Hank Aaron, I think, only averaged – I think Hank Aaron actually averaged less than that, but he played for 24 years. I believe he averaged 33 – I think it's 33.25. Something like that. Like and that, he yeah. never hit more than 40 in a year. Um, batting average 344, which puts him 10th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty Cobb, of course, is first at 366. His war – what do you guess his war is? I know Will loves the war, so – what do you think war is? 94. Okay. It's really high I will say there. this. Ruth is number one with 183, which is amazing to me. Yeah. It's not. His is 122.8. Yeah, that's a lot. Which puts him 14th. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, on-base percentage. Will and I were talked about this one day. We were looking up the on-base percentage. He has the highest on-base percentage of all time, and it's 482, which means he was getting on base <laughs> one of every – That you can see why he – was on My 84 God. games in, a row. in the season that they intentionally walked Barry Bonds like uh, like four million times. His on base percentage was only like 440. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and Ted Williams was like, you know, for my career, I'm just going to get on like 42 percent more. Well, uh, uh, Barry's up there, but he's not up as high as you'd think, which is yeah. astounding. In lifetime, he's not. It's not a huge number for him. Which I mean, it's a good number. Obviously, he's in the top 10. I think, but yeah, Ruth is is uh, second with 474. So he's eight points lower, which is interesting. Wow. Slugging 634, which puts him second all-time, which is interesting because Ruth is one at 690, so that's a big gap there. Um, okay, so here's where Barry Bonds crushes him. Not cr- Yeah, well, he crushes him. He, based on balls, uh, Ruth is uh, Williams is fourth at 2020, 2021. Barry Bonds is first at 2558. And I, about 1,000 of them he got into like a four-year period or five-year period in the early 2000s. Yeah. Here's what I find amazing: strikeouts. What do you think is career strikeouts? <sighs> under a thousand. It is under a seven oh nine. Oh, so he has one third the strikeouts. How many games did he play? Did, 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 did. I I didn't write down his, his overall games for his career. Nineteen years, uh, and of course, famously, what's his famous stat? Everybody, the bad, last four hundred seasons. Last four hundred nineteen forty one bad four oh six. I listened to R- Williams interviews. For, I was telling Will like an hour and a half last night, and I found a really cool one that I'm going to play for you. Um, he was on Bob Costas's show. Um, this is 93. He died in 2002, so he's still in pretty decent health then, and he was on a fair amount of things, which surprised me. So this is a little bit of him talking about uh, hitting the baseball. 
Can you imagine a guy today coming into the last day of the regular season with a batting average of 399 plus that would round to 400? The pressure's on him <laughs> from his agent, yeah. from his sponsors yeah. to say, don't go out there. You're a 400 hitter. You'll market this into the next century. <laughs> I mean, there was enough pressure on you, yeah. after all. No one had done it since Bill Terry, uh, I guess, 11 years earlier. No one has done it since. But you went out and played in the doubleheader against give the it Philadelphia A's. I never honestly ever give it a thought. I didn't even think about not playing. I walked around Philadelphia all night for near with the clubhouse kid, uh, worried about it. And, uh, and then Cronin suggested he that day. Joe Cronin, the manager. Joe Cronin, the manager, suggested that day, and I'd, I'd never give it a thought. I said, certainly I'm playing, you know. And I could have been unlucky and not done it, but I was lucky and they fell in. You went six for eight, yeah. right, in a doubleheader. Yeah, 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 six yeah. for eight. That wasn't bad. <laughs> I liked that. He goes six for eight, which is amazing. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the sacrifice fly didn't figure in in the stats back in 1941. So somebody went back and because the big ones that they compare it to are uh, Carew's 388, uh, the George Brett 390, yeah. and the the um, uh, San Diego uh, Tony, Tony Gwynn. Gwynn 394. Gwynn. Those are the three they compare it to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you counted uh, in the records, because uh, it doesn't count as an abat when you get a sacrifice fly. Correct. He had, I think they said eight guys on third where he got the run scored on a sacrifice fly in that 1941, which would have put him to 414. Oh, wow. And also, incidentally, if you averaged Carew, Brett, in uh, uh, San Diego. Uh, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Why am I going to like it? <laughs> and Tony Gwynn on that, all, and they didn't have that as an advantage. That both All three of their averages have gone down 10 points. Oh, wow. So, um, and but lastly, you were... What did you say, Madison? What if what if he would have gotten gone like zero for eight? Then does he drop below that game? You know that. Oh yeah, he would drop. He would. What would have it been? Three. I don't know. I didn't like, check, but probably three ninety five or something like that. I'd probably a yeah. little higher because you're saying he's going to be up by eight points. Or, oh, you're talking about the the sacrifice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If um, if instead of oh, them I see. Scoring, if he gone over eight, then score. he probably would have yeah. been right about there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lastly, Will was about to say this. He missed four and a half years in his prime. Three years for World War II and a year and a half for the Korean War. People forget that he uh, served, too. Yeah, he like served, and he was a heck of a pilot. He crash-landed a plane. I almost played that video. Yeah. There's, there's a picture where he's landing a plane that's on fire, and he hops out, <laughs> and the fire truck's running there, and he hops out, and he famously chucked his helmet into the ground. He was so mad. And they're like, what are you mad? You're alive. He goes, yeah, but I just wasted a good plane. <laughs> so... We got a lot more uh, home run porch coming with, back with you in a sec here. Will's going to. Uh, we'll talk about uh, what's going on with the injuries, a couple couple injury bugs, and then we'll talk about the uh, the All Star game briefly, home run derby, uh, and then get a pick the stick and quit. Well, our pick the stick is we're talking about that, so we'll be there talking about that on the mighty seven ninety and one hundred four point seven KFGO. Mighty 790 and 104.7 Couch Potato Radio. This is the Home Run Porch taking over as we're doing every Thursday throughout the summer, except next week 
Next week will be on Wednesday. I'm Will Thompson, Kevin Kennedy, Madison Quinn on the phone. I got one thing to say just real quick before Will gets rolling. We found out who Texans say the rise is to baseball like Cousins is the Vikings, all stats. We found out it's a co-host of the morning show, Doug Lear, who's listening right now. I just want to say to Doug, I'm no longer doing you favors anymore. <laughs> I'm okay? sorry, Our friendship Doug. is now ended. I doxed you, Love Doug. You, Doug. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Will Love gave you, you up Doug. right away. I didn't know it was a, I didn't know you were going to be that mad about it. <laughs> I, I just I, I was a huge Carew fan when I was a kid and for to have Carew tell him that he he loves Arias is just did so much for me. So, <laughs> I love Arias too, I, but I uh I do have to I'm much more in the middle. We 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 got our full spectrum of Arias love to to hate and I'm the I'm the moderate yeah, in, in that debate. Uh, looking at a couple injuries from this last week, uh Royce Lewis uh, oblique strain out at least six weeks. Jose Miranda is up for him. Nick Gordon walking around without a boot, and uh, he should be back towards the end of July. And I believe that's all I saw, Madison. Did you have anything else? No, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Um, I I also wanted to take this time. Um, Miranda was in the game a couple, uh, uh, you know, a couple games ago, and I feel really bad because. His his drop has been almost meteoric. He does not look like a professional baseball player anymore, and I feel really bad because last year, you know, they gave him a shot. You know, to you know be this team on this team, he didn't do terrible. But I mean, he had a really bad streak down there in the in for St. Paul, and I don't know if there's an avenue left for him on this team anymore. It's sad. We could always take the snow route and just let him play for five years while he's terrible. <laughs> I like I like him a lot too. I think I do think he has something, but I don't know what it is. But there, I could say that about five guys. We were saying that about Kepler last week, and Kepler just had a great week. So. Yeah, but with Miranda, the thing that's really really troubling is that it's issues that he never had before that true. he's having right that is now. True. It, he doesn't have the power that was his vaulted thing. Um, it, it just seems like everything is being popped up weekly or grounded right into the ground, and it's. I agree, Madison. It is sad, and I I just hope he can get it figured out. Um, not only he's a decent fielder. He's yeah. yeah. He made a he stole a, a base hit on uh, yeah. on July fourth. Yeah, uh, and then he gave one up with an error. But yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I feel confident with that third base. So, but yeah, he's just I don't even know what he's hitting. Not super well in the low two hundreds. Um, so that's what's going on injury wise. Uh, let's get into pick the stick then. Let's wrap it up from last week. And it was a close one uh, based on my scoring, which might have been slightly off, but uh, with Madison enjoying himself this week, I, I did the scoring. And so I'll start with myself. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Uh, uh, we're always, it's about sharing the wealth around here. Uh, so I started with uh, a Royce, and Royce had a, a scorching hot start to the week, and then he got injured. So only four points, three singles, and RBI. He's, he's, you know, he doesn't, obviously, he's nowhere near enough bats, but he's hitting 326. I, you have said repeatedly, Will, that you think he's the future of this team, and I'm beginning to agree with you. I think he he has the enthusiasm and the drive, and he's that spark plug. I, I don't think he goes down ever again unless he gets injured or something, obviously. but Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Exciting stuff from him. Kevin, you had Carlos Correa. Carlos finally broke out. Oh, my goodness. This he, is this is the this And week. I did it just to, as a give-up pick, I'll be honest with you, and then suddenly – Maybe I got to pick him every week or something. I don't know. I don't know if he was doing it to, to show me up, but that was great. He had a great week. Two doubles, seven singles, only one RBI, scored a ton of runs. His, uh, his average is up to 226, which is a good 20 points up. He's still got 50 to go, but. Hey, it's the climb, as Miley yeah. Cyrus once said. Yep. 
And <laughs> coming in first place as Madison Quinn, he picked Joey Gallo. Boom. Two solo shots is about all he did. He also scored a bunch of runs, a handful of walks, uh, but that was enough. Those those solo shots were enough to, to take it in a competitive week. So yeah. congratulations, Ooh. Madison. Gallo's got to just stay hot. Here's the thing. He's like, he's only hitting solo shots with how bad the the offense has been. No one has been on base. But you know, like, Arias would be on base, have... and that would be a two-run homer. <laughs> well, that's great. That's fantastic. That's awesome. And then we'd lose five to two. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we've been losing five to one. So, <laughs> so in um, so yeah. oh, go ahead. But yeah, anyway, Gallo. I think yeah, it was a good pick, safe pick. Um, but now it seems that uh, hopefully the offense wakes up. So now you know the whole team can kind of kind of get in the hitting mood. So because we only have three games this week, instead of doing a pick the stick, we're doing more like a pick the all star break. What 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 are you looking for this all star break? Is it is it a player? Is it the home run derby? Mm-hmm. Madison, what what are you looking forward to? I I myself have always been a fan of the home run derby. Um, ever since they started it, my the, the, where I started loving it the most was uh, when uh, Minnesota's own Justin Morneau won it. I want to say that was like 2011. Sounds about that's about right. Yes, sometime around there. It was at Minnesota, and, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was it was awesome because you know that was the um, famous home run derby where uh, that was Josh uh, Hamilton. Josh home Hamilton run hit those 500 footers yeah. and oh, didn't win it. Oh yeah, you're right. And, and lost. He hit like 30. Almost. Yep. I think he hit like 25 yep. in one in one uh, in one uh, round and lost. But. Yep. Um, but yeah, the home run derby is always fun. It's always fun seeing the, the, you know, everyone on the field and all the players kind of supporting each other. And I mean, who doesn't like watching 500 foot home runs? I, I so. like it, but I actually agree with Joe Maurer on it. it. It's a different swing. And Joe Maurer said the year after he did it, he goes, it threw my swing off for a solid month, you know, because of what you're trying to mm-hmm. do. And, and it can really throw off a player's stroke, you know, yeah. so I, I, I'm always thinking about that. You know, so maybe we should have a rise in it. <laughs> He'll find his stroke then. Yeah, very good. <laughs> All right, the home run derby from Madison. We got quite a lot of young people involved in it this year too, which is always fun. Randy Rosarina, first time participant. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Who are you pulling for in the home run derby? That's a great question. I think you know a lot of great, a uh, lot of great uh, competition. Um, but you know, I think. I, my heart, I want to pick Randy, but I got to go with someone who's been there and uh, who has won it multiple times. I'm going to go with Pete Alonzo, you guys. Pete is the odds-on yeah, favorite in the betting markets, so that's a good pick. So, I I I enjoy watching it. Yeah, you know, I, and that was actually one thing I used to love watching Big Poppy in. Um, but I but I don't have a I don't have a dog in this fight. I'll watch it. It's a fun time. It'll have it here on the studio. One so, is there something more and more? Little in the press for time. Is there something in the All Star Game part itself? For me, than the... for me, I always pull for the the American League. Yeah. I think the American League has the guys. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Twins only. What, what do the Twins have going? Will um, the Twins just have Sonny Gray? Yeah. So he got picked by the coaching staff. Yeah. So yeah, we we don't have good. And and you know what? We shouldn't have any hitters in there. The way we play. The game. <laughs> Here's something I want to throw in quick. Also. Um, I think everyone at home should be cheering for any sort of stolen base in the All-Star game because I think then we get free tacos from Taco Bell. Yep, that is You know, that that's is an interesting thing. I wonder if 
I wonder if that's going to be a thing in the All-Star game now with the with the emphasis on stealing base, which would be great to see. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to everybody playing. I love when everybody gets to play on the roster. I, I it's yeah. something about my OCD. I just I like seeing it. So well, that's become sort of the tradition is make sure all those guys get in, and you know, I I I that I love seeing all the players because you never see that. You know, that was the time you got to see the National League players. This has been the Home Run Porch on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. Tune in Wednesday next week to check us out. I'm ready.